Hello, hello, and welcome back. Um, I'm going to jump straight into the interview. Like, I'm loving having this uh, conversation and discussions around young South African entrepreneurs and those who are aspiring to be entrepreneurs. Um, if you are a young person, if you're, if you're in South Africa or in uh, broader Africa, um, I want to encourage you, like there are so many like you, um, join communities, join uh, spaces that can help you grow um, and help you build whatever it is you want to build. Because I know, I know personally that starting a business i mean I'm, I'm meeting people who are treating starting like business like you know it's waking up and brushing your teeth but i think for me it's one of the scariest things you could possibly do um so find people to support you because you're not always going to find that in family and i think i, I, I want to have a bit of that focus with today's interview uh, i'm joined by ubonolo pofu and we're gonna uh, be talking about her because she's a person who is literally has the her foot at the door um, she's making her way into entrepreneurship, doing her research. Um, she already knows what she wants to do, which, I mean, a lot of people like myself, so I'm a creative Bonolo, uh, which means I'm, I actually, <laughs> I have a book here. I published a book. So I'm a, I'm, I, I write, I do poetry, I do uh, music, which I don't do as much anymore. Uh, but the one thing you, I don't know if you have any creative friends who love doing music and arts. I actually am a writer too, but like that's just a hobby for me. I oh. haven't tried to get into it uh, professionally. I don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 one of those things. In my experience, I found that it takes quite a while for you to build enough of a reputation yeah. because if you start a business, you can start having customers tomorrow. Like mm -hmm. what, depending on what you go into. But if you want to pursue art, it's about how many people like you True. and your work. True. And it takes a while to get people to like you and your work. Mm -hmm. um, so I love that. But anyways, what I was getting to is the fact that with um, uh, people like myself as creative, we te creatives, we tend to struggle to focus on one thing. Like I want to do this, you know, you're always like, oh, but I, I, I'm good at this. But like, I'm good at that as well. Yes. But like this one is fancy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I love the fact that you've landed on, on one thing. You've yes, landed. Yes. Um, so which we're going to talk about that yes. uh, later. Okay. But for now, uh, tell us about Ubonolopofu. Where do you come from and what inspired you to get into business? I come from Pretoria North. I was in, I was inspired because of the unemployment rate in South Africa is amazing. And mm. you can't just uh, get out of school and decide that you want to go uh, get a job. It's going to be a hard thing to do. So yes. obviously, um, when I looked out, I Who are you and who are your friends? Who are these friends who are just inspiring you to do things <laughs> like this? I'm actually inspired by my dad. I'm inspired Is by it? my dad, yes. So, yeah, sorry though. Continue what you were saying about South Africa job employment. So uh, I figured that I want to start a business. I don't want to go out there looking for a job anymore because I tried it and I thought to myself, this is this is going nowhere. Mm. So yes, I wanted to start a business, and that's how I found KAB, mm. because you can't just jump into business. You have to research and you have to find the skills before you just jump into something you have no idea about. Mm, no, yeah. I understand exactly what yes. you mean. You make a very good point in talking about the fact that uh, before you jump into something, you're going to have to first find skills and be, you know, a person who's well-trained into something. Yes. Um, well, 
you can also start by, you know, jumping into the ocean and then learning how to swim <laughs> once you're inside. Uh, because not, not, not everybody has that privilege or actually, yeah, not everybody ha- either has that privilege or makes the decision to first get the skills and then jump into doing something. True. Yeah. Some of us just jump head first with our clothes on. We'll learn how to swim later. <laughs> yeah. What, what made you specifically take the approach of learning first before you start doing? I wanted to learn first because I noticed that most young black entrepreneurs jump in head first without thinking about thinking about the skills. Uh, and it comes with a lot of consequences, uh, such as the business suddenly closes. Mm. Uh, they lose a lot of money. They get into debt. Mm. Uh, so I didn't want to... That's wanna... when we learn. <laughs> you must lose money. <laughs> You you know, this is much like saying, you know, most of us who get married, who have children, we don't go take courses. <laughs> no. We have them and then we lose money. Then with the next child and the next wedding. <laughs> I'm joking. I am totally joking. I'm saying that in absolute jest. Um, you did a very, very wise thing. In fact, in my opinion, I wish there were programs that we could attend before we get married, before we have children um, that could like, like really equip us and prepare us for what's coming. Because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I hear people say they want to have children and I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so from, from the approach you've taken, you you will definitely have... It's not that you, which actually this I should phrase as a question. Um, Do you feel that now that you've learned the skills and you've gotten, you've acquired them, do you feel that it's going to um, lead you to not losing money at all? Or are you expecting to lose money, just not as much as you would have lost? No, I am expecting to lose money. You have to lose money in order to learn, as you say, uh, because... uh Twenty mm-hmm. percent is theory and eighty percent is Practical. the work. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so I am expensive to lose money, but also with the knowledge that I have, I just have a better way of dealing with things than I would have if I did not attend the program. I understand completely. Now I'm guessing that with uh, with the skills that you've learned, right? Because you your your focus is on um, you want to do a butchery. Yes. Yeah. Why butchery? I want to start a butchery because uh, my dad has a farm Mm -hmm. so i think i got that thing uh that inspiration to actually start a butchery because for me it's like extending the extending the family business into a wider range of Mm -hmm. uh things yeah yeah Yeah. i understand i understand okay so it was not only um so it was watching your dad with his farm and also the idea coming from i could Start a business and have a supplier, yes, for exactly, example. Exactly, which makes things easier for me. Much, as a yes, player. yes, much, much. I love that. I love that actually. Which is, uh, I, I, I love the fact that you looked when you looked at starting a business. You, you looked at. So there are those who start businesses and look at problems within their communities. There are those who start businesses looking at. If I were to start a business, what would be an advantage for me? Yes. Who would be my suppliers? Yes. Who? So it sounds like your inspiration came more from looking at your advantages. Yes. Right. Okay. Awesome. Do you have any ideas of which communities you'd like to serve? 
I would like to serve my community, Pretoria North. For real? Yes. yes For real? Definitely. For real, real? Yes. <laughs> okay. Are you based in, in, where in Pretoria North are you based? Uh, Wonder Park, Current Park. Okay. Yes. Tell me more about, about the area. It's... It's Wonder Park. It's Wonder Park. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's what I mean when I say tell me a bit more about the area, right? Mm. Um, for example, I come from Epetal. I come from an area where I mean a lot of if if a lot of young people there don't have a lot of options, like young people living in Gauteng. Um young people living in Gauteng can be radio DJs, they can be writers, uh they can be um you know, there's a lot of job options and opportunities here. Whereas where I come from, you're quite honestly limited by either if you wanna make good money, you're gonna be a teacher, you're gonna work for government, teacher work for um, traffic department or whatever the case may be, um, or you're going to work for Sassel, which is one of the biggest employers we have in that, in that region. Hmm. Yeah, in that region. Okay. Um, so that's what I mean. I mean, like, in sense of understanding the context in that sense. Or um, is it, like, more... And I understand why you're saying it's just one department. There are, there are young people who are struggling to find opportunities and then you find others <clears throat> it's sort of like evenly is that the case yeah i think it's the case but i think that most youth in my area are focused on um, being influencers being all about ish, the ish, social ish, media ish, platforms ish, ish, ish. that's yeah that's how, how i feel they are that's I, how I feel about the youth in my community. I understand. I understand. And there's no there's no real push towards um building something that's going to be very difficult to build. Exactly. That's going to take years to mm, build. Mm. Um and I, I imagine it's not just a case of wanting to be entrepreneurs because I know one of one of the biggest sought out jobs in the world actually in like the entire world is being a YouTuber. By young people. Exactly. A lot of people want to be YouTuber, YouTubers, influencers. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, which camera equipment is expensive? Very expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but I, um, I, I love, I love that you also want to focus your 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 butchery on serving your community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you see yourself? And look, obviously, with you, we're talking about someone who's still making their starting, journey towards, yes. and you're still starting. Mm. Um, and I love that. Um, I love where you're at because there's a difference between having a conversation with someone who started a business. They tend to make it look easy. They do. They right? really do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do. Which, which then brings me to this question. As you are, so you're surrounded by people who are in business, yes, right? I Especially am. because of the skills you're pursuing, the program that you're a part of. Um, and also, I mean, even even currently the people that are within your space helping you with your research, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel when you're around entrepreneurs who are already there? Do they make you feel like this is doable? Or do they make you feel like, wow, when will I get there? Or, yeah. Uh, they do make me feel like, when will I get there? But yeah. at the same time, they push me to want to get them. And they push me to, you know, to be in this space. Because, like, you want to be in a space where people are like uh, mentally like you you know where they can actually help you grow instead of uh, sitting with people who make you small you know so yeah i think i do like a hangout with uh, people who are in business because it's it gives me a lot of hope yeah 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 now you you've mentioned your dad who clearly is a very big inspiration uh to you starting um do you have family support would you say you do because 
more often than not, you find that, and I, I don't know if it, this is your experience, because, I mean, you have your immediate family and then yes. you have extended family. Um, and then by family, I'm also referring not just to aunts, but like just people within your community that are in your space, um, even if it's people at church. Do you find that they are more interested in encouraging you to go and find a job or are they supportive of you building a business? Well, with my dad, he is very interested in me starting a business, but like in a wider range of like family, yeah, they do want us, they do want you to find a stable job yes. because that's what that's what they learned when they were younger, you know, that find a job, uh, get all those medical aids, get a car, get a home. That's all that they think about. So when you start saying that you want to start a business for them, that's a risk, and mm. that is so much like out of their comfort zone. So yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. I understand exactly what you mean. Hey, you remind me of a conversation I was having with a friend of mine once. We were talking about um, the the fact that there's like north of seventy percent of young South Africans are without jobs. Mm. It's not because they're not looking for jobs. It's not because they're not lazy. There's mm. just not enough jobs, jobs for yes. them. Um, so she she I was having a conversation with her uh, specifically about the fact that she was saying she she does not want to be with a man who does not have a job, and I'm like, hold up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold up. First of all, you're young. Like you you're know? in your youth. Do you realize that in this country there's like more north of 70% of of young people are unemployed. Mm, so mm. you are telling me of those north of 70% you're going to find that little, you know, <laughs> you know just under 30% you, there's going to be enough for all the women that want men to be empl- uh, employed. employed. Now, here's the thing. This is not necessarily me making the point that you should date someone who's unemployed. The point is that um, I'm, I'm actually more specifically relating the point to what you're saying right now about mm. your family. Mm. Um, you're living in, in a country that already has job job shortages, uh, which is actually what I think sometimes when you talk about the unemployment rate in South Africa, People are, are not really considering that. The reason it is that way is not because South Africans are lazy. It's not because, I mean, we're studying. A lot of young people who are sitting at home do mm, have graduates. Yeah. Exactly, are actually graduates. It's that there's just not enough jobs yeah, to employ right. those people. And hence, as a result, we actually need to encourage young people to be in business. Mm. Yeah. How in, in If you were to say just roughly, apart from the people that are in the... You know the program that you're part of, the way you're getting the the skills and being grown, amongst your friends, amongst your family, amongst those who matter to you. Mm. Would you do you would you would you be able to count more than your one hand the people that are actually supporting you, or is it like that one friend? I think it's that one friend. Seriously, Seriously that's so sad. <laughs> Being a graduate, go to school, be a graduate, get a job. That is what's normalized. Yes. We have yes. not normalized going out of our comfort zones at mm, all. Mm. Which then also brings me to an interesting question. If you had a friend who was pursuing, I mean, obviously for you it's different. But mm. what I want to know is you being Bonolo, mm. how the way that you would want a friend to support you, how would you advise someone listening right now to be supportive to someone else? who's pursuing entrepreneurship? I think as an aspiring entrepreneur, mm. I think I want a, you would want to be a, a person who's, who doesn't tell a person that, well, go get a job, try to find a job. Because why? Why are you mm. doing that? Mm. Uh, when mm. they come with an idea to you, don't blow them off and say, well, that sounds crazy. 
acknowledge the fact that it's an idea. Yes. You know, and for them, that means a lot. You know, uh, and just try to be there for them. Just try to encourage them to keep on pushing it and stop trying to tell them, hey, go and get a job. Go mm. do this. You're not doing mm. enough. Mm. Uh, uh, as much as like we want to do get, we wanted to get jobs. We wanted to make that money, but we uh, we're in a space where. We want to push this idea. Yes. I want to make money out of this idea. And yeah, that's all. Just be there for them. Be yeah. that person mm, who mm. encourages them, not that person who just blows them off. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And, and I'm hoping that through through what you're sharing right now, there are a lot of people who can be able to, you know, learn and understand that just because a person is doing pursuing entrepreneurship it doesn't mean that they're lit- throwing away their lives no, in no. fact i don't know how you feel about this do you feel like um your current um journey towards pursuing entrepreneurship is is actually taking away from the possibility of you getting a job like if someone were to offer you a job right now do you think you'd reject it this is i'm asking you personally right would you reject it or would you would you would you feel that it would still if you took it or it would it depend on the job whatever whatever the circumstances is but my point is do you feel like a job would limit you from pursuing a a a business no a job wouldn't uh limit me from pursuing a business i think it would actually give me more advantage in terms of monetary um, value cuz you do need money to start a business you can't just get out of your bed and start a business yeah so it would uh, help a lot mm, with that. Okay. So it won't limit me from uh, starting a business. I'll still pursue that business even though I have that job. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually asking this question because I think it helps for young people to not be one-track minded yes, at times. Yes. Uh, because we tend to be... I mean, I, I have a friend who uh, made the decision a long time ago. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for him. Um, he decided that he wants to get into business and not work. I think it would have helped him to actually get a nine to five. True. Yeah, it would have helped him with discipline. It would have helped him understand how to manage finances, how an office actually works, um, mm. how to send an email, <laughs> and, <laughs> and put an attachment, you know. And, and I've seen it within myself. I think with the amount of time I've spent in the work environment, I'd be a lot better equipped yeah, um, yeah. than if I were not. But it doesn't, and at the same time, it doesn't work that way for everyone, mm, right? It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about your award. Um, <laughs> so you have a certificate award uh, from KB Team Player Winner. Bo- team Player Winner, uh, Bonolompofu, is mm. who it is awarded to. So tell me a bit about this. Um, I think KB... Uh, the pro- the program KB it encouraged a lot of collaboration. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you can't just start a business alone. It's not always like that. It doesn't always have to be like that. So, uh, I think for me, being a team player, that's that's what that was about. They encouraged uh, group presentations, group work, so that you can w- enable yourself to work with other people. Mm. Uh, because you don't always have to do business alone. You can start with an- another person and it c- could be way easier for you mm. in terms of money, in terms of m- the mind, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the skills. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That's how I won that award. Yeah. Because I'm know, a team player. 
<laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. I'm actually thinking now. I actually read it as the moment I, I thought of it. The moment I saw that you got a, this this award for being a team player, that one of the most underestimated assets for not just an entrepreneur but literally anyone pursuing any form of career is the ability to network. Yes. It's like yes. one of the most important assets or resources or whatever you may call it that you could possibly have. Um, and unfortunately, not a lot of... And I would, I, would, I would quite honestly say, particularly within the black community, it's not popular that we don't, we're not taught how to network. Mm, mm. And networking is a skill. It's, it's very important. Yeah, because I'm, I'm remembering, I'm remembering um, once upon a time hearing a story of a girl talk about how she got her job and what she did was she went into companies and found someone, found people in management and asked them for coffee. Hmm. And usually people will not decline you if you're paying, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and people are not aware of this. But then it made me think because she went, you know, to to meet with this manager, this manager, this mm-hmm. manager. Um and it it made me think of how it, it's it's a very effective way of networking but if you're going to have that approach it's also a bit limiting because you need to have a car to drive to those places Mm. you need to have the money to buy that coffee yeah but there are other more impactful ways to do networking and i would imagine that someone like you who is literally awarded for being a team player would would thrive as a person who operates in networking because essentially it is working with other people and seeing how you can add value to them yeah anyways thank you so much is there any last words uh i think just be an entrepreneur aspire to be more I love and that. also join the program uh, KAB. I love that. I love that. Anyways, that is it from uh, this interview. Um, and if you feel encouraged to be in entrepreneurship, do it smartly, do it wisely, um, and remember to do everything you do responsibly. Don't be reckless and cut off or burn all your bridges and say, "Everybody in my life, get out." If you don't support me, I don't <laughs> want to talk to you anymore. That's not what we're encouraging. Do everything what everything that you do, do it responsibly, and make sure that you equip yourself 